It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Have you ever lost a pet? I know I have. Um, We've lost a few, really. (laughs) We've always had dogs and cats in the house. Um, we presently have two of each. But we've always... And when you have pets, there comes the day when you're going to lose them. And some will affect you more than others. I lost an old pal back in 2013, uh, and I still miss him. His name was Herbie, and he was 12. And I still miss him to this day, and I brought him down to the vet, and the vet did the only kind thing that the vet was able to do, and... I know. I don't. I, to this day, when I think about it, you know, and and I have two dogs and two cats now, and one of those dogs, uh, he's just a big old fool. But if anything ever happens to him, I won't be worth tuppence. No, to any of them, but I won't be worth sixpence if anything happens to to Harry, for example. Um, and that's a perfectly normal human emotion. And one great thing about social media is people share now. They share a picture of their dog or their cat um, after they've gone or when they've gone down for that final visit to the vet or they're having that last day before going to the vet. They share pictures and and, and they share grief. And yes, I'm using that word, grief, uh, because it is grief and it is a form of bereavement and you can laugh and I'm sure somebody is laughing right now. You can laugh. If you're laughing at me saying it's a form of of bereavement, then you've never had a dog or you've never had a cat that you loved. I would challenge on that one. (coughs) Anne-Marie Troy um, is a canine behaviour practitioner, but also a pet bereavement counsellor. And you actually set up a service, Anne-Marie, to help people through that awfully difficult time. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Um, I see more and more of it on social media. People sharing the last picture of their dog or the last little video of their run in the field or on the beach. And I think we've come to accept now that losing your pet is losing a member of the family. It absolutely is. And how fantastic that we can finally acknowledge that and we can share our love for that animal on social media and with other people and feel supported. Yeah. We got so much closer to our pets during lockdown, but we always were. 
I think. I mean, I, you mentioned that that poor old fool. He was, uh, he was twelve and a half. Um, Harry or him, um, Herbie, and um, I, I still miss him to this day. I Facebook throws up the memory of the day I took him to the vet every year, yeah. and I can still see him and still remember him. And I, I think you'd be Egypt, but I'm not because you know we form relationships with these creatures. We do, absolutely. And as you said, they are family members. Uh, losing an animal, be it a dog, a cat, a bird, a mouse, can be absolutely harrowing. They are our constant companions. They give us unconditional love. They are our daily routine. And they're also witnesses to our lives. Mm. So losing them, it's just devastating. Absolutely devastating. Is it dogs more so, Anne-Marie? Is there a kind of a scale? Um, interestingly, a survey done in 2019, I believe, by the Association of Pet Ownership, uh, told us that 45% of the population own dogs and 38% have cats. Now, like I said, that was reviewed in 2019. But in 2020... Um, a survey said that there's actually 455,000 pet dogs in this country. Wow. Now, that's not including or counting the COVID dogs, the puppies and dogs that were got over the COVID period. Mm. So there are so many of us have animals, and yet for so long our grief wasn't acknowledged. Yeah, because particularly if it's sudden... It can be debilitating. It, Absolutely. You, it can mess you up for several days. It can, it can, it can. Sure, look, there there are so many reasons why, why we lose an animal. In my work in canine behaviour, you know, pet bereavement is an important part of that work because we are dealing with people who lose dogs for a variety of reasons, not just the one we would initially think of. Mm, old age. So, yeah. Yeah, or death. I mean, there, there's so many other reasons. And, you know, I just, I think for so long, society seemed to have dictated our grief around animal loss. You know, what it should look like, the value of it, even how long it should last. Um, our grief has often been compared to other grief and has been kind of diminished. And I find it so heartbreaking when people call me and within the first couple of sentences they're apologising and they're asking, am I being stupid? Am I being silly? Mm. Um, They feel such shame and guilt because they're comparing their grief to other grief that goes on in the world. They're telling themselves they're they're "Ah, it's only a dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what I would say to that is yes, there are terrible things going on in the world around us. But in your world, the worst has just happened too. And you should be acknowledged and you should be supported. Yeah. You know, take something like, yeah, took the dog to the vet, did what needed to be done. The dog was grateful to you in the end because you relieved them of their pain. Yes, it's the last act of kindness. But then you come down the following morning. Yes. And that face isn't there. Yeah. Yeah, it's just that's that's the harrowing thing. It's it's that emptiness. People describe the emptiness. It's just 
Oh, it's 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 all about, you know, it's not like people say time is a great healer. It's not that time is a great healer. It's what we do in that time. You know, we really need to grieve well uh, so that you can find a new normal. And with that, the intense pain lessens and we can start to remember then the happy memories. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we really, we can't, we can't heal what we don't feel. And that's the truth of it. Do you think we brush, well, I certainly wouldn't in my own position, always having animals in the house, but do you think there's a tendency in society to brush it off? Your dog died and you want a day off work. Are you joking it, me? That's exactly where it comes from. It comes from society. You know, is it because some people have never genuinely experienced a strong bond with an animal so they don't understand? Or is it, you know, belief systems we were brought up with? But that's exactly what happens. It's it's brushed off. It's, oh my God, are you still going on about that? That was three days ago. Yeah. A fam- you've just lost a family member. Yeah, it's it's funny actually. I mean, like we do we go through psychologically? We, we there's so much study done on the the psycholo- psychology of grief and the is it six or seven stages? Do we go through those even in a micro a micro version with an animal? It, okay. Oh well, look, grief. Grief is grief. Grief is unique. It's individual to you. Whatever your experience of grief is, it's, it's unique and it's individual to you. So pet, pet grief is in there. It's grief. It's real. Mm. So the, the, the stages, yes, look, you know, we kind of all know the stages, the shock, the denial, pain, guilt, anger, depression, loneliness, but it's not linear. It, it's not linear. We, some of us may experience some of them. We may bounce back and forth throughout the stages. You know, our grief is unique. You and I may share a very similar experience of the loss of our dog. But how we feel about it and how we deal with it is going to be completely unique to you and unique to me. And there's a difference too, of course, if if someone has, if if an animal has reached the end of their natural life and that last act of kindness is a trip to the vet. But if they went out on the road and got knocked down by a car... Yes. You have that to contend with as well. Yes. Almost blaming yes. yourself. God, why did I not watch the door? Absolutely. Our grief involves our brain and our heart. And our brain searches for reasoning. You know, we're always, what if, what if I did this, what if I did that? But I would ask people to consider what even. So even though you did your best in that situation, even though you took great care of your dog, even though you worked on the information you had at the time, even though you had to let him out to the toilet. You know, guilt guilt implies, the guilt we feel is horrendous, but guilt implies an intention to do harm. I mean, no way did anyone intend harm to come to their pet. Mm. Our, our emotions, they just take over and they create this narratives around the, the story of, of the events that happened. Yeah, I'm thinking now in terms, Henry, of someone who maybe is going through this right now, and maybe yeah. yesterday might be when their their dog went yeah. over Rainbow Bridge, and today they have no desire whatsoever to go for a of walk. Of course, of course, perfectly understandable. Right? Yeah. Or they'll 
when they might go for their walk and, and someone will say, Oh, Janie, where's, where's Fido? Where's Rover? And then you have to tell the whole story again. These are all very real forms of grief. And you are entitled to grief. Absolutely. And remember, we, we are different types of grievers. Um, there's the practical grievers who, who try to keep themselves busy. And there's the heart grievers who need to work through their emotions and express their feelings. You know, in, in, in relation to, you know, someone who is grieving right now, you know, please know that you are not being stupid. You are not being too much. Do not feel shame or guilt for your feelings of loss and know that what you are feeling is normal. I would ask people to please be kind to themselves, take care of themselves, but importantly, surround yourself with people who understand or reach out so you're not alone. Yeah. Um, I would also like, on that, I would like to, you know, give a few points to people who don't know how to support people who are going through pet loss. Yes. You know, there's a couple of very important points there, and people do struggle. We do, when when we don't understand, we struggle to know what to say. So, from my conversations with bereaved people, the points that keep coming up for them, so please don't say it was just a dog. Please don't suggest that they replace their friends with another. It is such a personal, individual decision whether someone chooses or not to get another animal. But most importantly, please ask about the animal they've just lost. The grieving person would really like to talk about them. And, you know, it's human nature that we avoid these things because we don't want to upset the person. Mm. But that's one of the things that keeps coming up in calls. The bereaved person feels that other people have moved on and they can't talk about their dog. Mm. Or, or rather that they're not allowed to talk about their dog because it was just a dog. <coughs> talk to me about your own services, um, Anne-Marie, at restingpets.ie because you do, you offer introductory counselling and, and I sessions do. for people. I do, I do. Yes, I was very lucky to have been introduced to Eamon Cody who started Resting Pets uh, just over a year ago. Um, I mean, Eamon sees the devastation on a daily basis. He really does. And, and he, he just kind of felt helpless and he, he wanted to provide a resource for people to reach out to. So that's how, how we connected. Um, yeah, so I, my service is available to customers of Resting Pets, but I am also starting my, my own business. I will have a new website shortly. And I have details if anyone would like to contact me, if anyone is struggling. Hmm. Is it is it expensive? Uh, it's not. It's not. It's not. And you know everything is is on an individual basis. Okay. It's not. Restingpets.ie, and they can find you through there. And when you have your own uh, website set up and running, come back to us because I think you're you're providing okay. an important service. Can I share with you, uh, Anne Marie, the, the words of a very kind old vet? Yes. Uh, he's no longer with us now, but he, he once had to do that horrible job for yes. for a, a, a pal of mine. And um, it was an unfortunate situation. We won't go into it. But he said to me, you know that, that pain that you have right now? Mm-hmm. I said, yeah. He said, that is the little pinch he took from your heart so he'd remember your smell. <laughs> That's very good. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's very good. Yes, yes. And on that note, it's, you know, it's very important to remember our vets. Our, our vets, they just have such good, a difficult job. Yeah. You know, they, they have to do this day yeah. in, day out, and, and how it affects them. Yeah. You know, so it's it's very important to be kind to your vet. Yeah, they yeah. have a tough job. They do, and sometimes they have to break very bad news. Uh, listen, Amory, thank you very much for being with us today. That's Anne-Marie Troy. Um, bereavement counselling for the loss of a pet. It's a real thing. Don't knock it. Don't ever knock it. My son still isn't over his cat being savaged. He's still in the habit of leaving the door open. Still talks about the cat all the time. And we're all devastated. Yeah, and that'll that'll stay. That'll stay. The, the, the herbie that I mentioned a few minutes ago, still on a winter's night when the fire is lighting. Corks 96 FM.